Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's so great to have you back. If you were just popping in with us in the last hour, you're popping in now. It's so good to have all of you here. Hi, Benny. Hi, Jacob. How are you guys today? Good How are you doing? Bye. Yep, thanks. Hey, doing well. All right, yep. Um, probably you two didn't watch the Grammys, right? Because, Benny, you went to bed early because you go to bed early. Thanks for calling uh, me out, and yes, I did. Thank you. Okay. Now, did now, you now the them? whole world knows Benny goes to bed early. The whole <laughs> I world go to bed early knows. too because I get up like at five. I can't like stay up like I did. So, um, but it was interesting. You know, it was a whole different energy. Yeah. The reason I'm bringing it up is because it was a different energy, and everything from the way it started, also from the diversity that I saw there. And, you know, it really did. It was a follow up to the Oscars, so to speak, but the musical part of the Oscars. And, you know, I know many of you are very sad that your favorite artist didn't get an award or the award or whatever that is you're looking at. But the talent that is showing up after three years of COVID, the way people are emerging, You know, this would be something my very special guest and host of a fantastic show, right? Adrian Cobb joining me here today would talk to you about My Wild Magic with Adrian. This is her show. But more importantly, today, what you're going to hear about is not just the body of her work, but also what she does to help us all understand our soul blueprint. Now, I got to work with Adrian several months ago and have a a look into my soul blueprint. And I remember in that conversation, I can't remember how she phrased it, but boy, was she like spot on. It was something like, Pat, you cannot not do this. No matter how you try, you cannot not do what you're planning to do with the network. And I remember hearing her at that point in time and thinking, hmm, you're so right. Trust the process. Trust everything will show up. But if you tapped in and got some help, boy, would the journey be a lot better. And we are talking today about that. Because if you have tribes of light, a roadmap to manifesting miracles in your life, this is really what today's show is about. And you're going to hear that you may have your own tribe. You may be thinking, no, I don't have a tribe. I'm not worth it. I don't do enough in life, blah, 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 blah. We're not going to talk about that because here we go. Get ready. Avatars, galactic councils, planetary light being, star tribes, angelic host. Oh, my. Adrian, great to have you. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, we all do have a, uh, a really awesome support system. That's really what it is. You know, we can use the word tribe of light, council of light, family of light, whatever word might work best for you. But essentially, they're a guidance team on the inner levels. And we are definitely not here alone. We all have an inner guidance system. And that's inclusive of our higher self, our I am presence, our soul, our inner child energies. These are states of consciousness. If you're in your higher self or your soul, or your personality, your ego, your inner child, your higher presence, but beyond that state of consciousness, you have this, um, these beings that are supporting you. And that is their job in the universe. They have free will too, but they, uh, do support us. They offer us guidance. They can do divine interventions. They help us with our soul blueprint, our higher life purpose, life path. They arrange things kind of like a synchronicity of miracles. And I love that I'm going to just tell everybody right for a minute is you not only have done this as a body of work, but you also have a fantastic book, right, that really takes a deeper look into not just understanding this, but to answer a lot of questions. And what I mean by a lot of question is, you know, what is it when we do believe, you know, we are infinite beings, who are we? And, and, you know, let me ask you this question, Adrian, because I know this is like so natural for you. I mean, I listen to your show. I hear you talk about it. I'm part of your community. So I get to tap into the messaging and the conversations. But you have made this so accessible for people. You know, you have made this not like an alternative to life. Yeah, to me, these beings are just like your right hand, you know what I mean? Like they are an intimate part of our human experience being here, just like uh, the air you breathe or the food you eat or the water you have, like they are that connected to our soul's evolution and they travel with us lifetime to lifetime. So just because we may not see them in that dimensional realm all the time um, doesn't mean they don't exist. And uh, yeah, and you know, for me, how I got started with them actually was... Uh, mm -hmm in a near-death experience about the age of 15, um, leaving my body, you know, I came into that golden light, that energy. And one of the things I remember is these like big, tall, golden angels all around. And, you know, I chose to come back in uh, and uh, kind of fulfill this life, you know, purpose that I had. But I don't ever forget that moment on the other side with them um, and that energy. So, you know, within about four or five years being 15. So by the time I'm turning about 2021, 20, I get initiated into Reiki. I'm in massage school on this healing path, uh, which I think that experience kind of led me into, but doing hands-on healing work with people, all of a sudden that intuition showed up. And what I started noticing with people is that every single person I started doing readings with since about the age of 2021, 20, every single person, whether it was a healer that was working on me, whether it was a, a musician on stage, whether it was a client I was working with, all of us have this, this energy that's kind of behind us or around us. Some sits a little closer if you're more aware of it, some a little further back, but all of us have either angels, star beings, planetary beings, galactic councils, cosmic avatars, ascended master, or nature beings. And so I started realizing, wow, this person works with angels and their personality matches this type of Enneagram type energy. This person works with star beings and their personality kind of matches this sort of energetic personality. So each of your tribes of light actually 
you can almost pick it out in a person because their personality will sort of emulate the energy that is streaming through them that they're one with. It's not mm-hmm. that they're separate beings. They're literally, they are an angel in human form. They are a star being in human form. That's why it's so intimate. They literally are one with that group that they work with. It's personal to them. I, I love that we're talking about this because it ties right in and maybe you can help us do this is it ties right into this body of work you do around soul blueprint around understanding, you know, like when you and I talked about this a while ago, a lot of the things we talked about were not yet in the were not yet in the finalization concrete stage. But fast forward to where we are now, they're not only in the finalization concrete stage, but we're staffing up for them. We're staffing up for our crowdfunding initiative. We're staffing up for AI for the soul. You know, we're getting ready to train all of you in our new backend technology. But when you and I spoke, it was fascinating because you said something like you can't not not you can't not not do this and yet i found myself since that point in time having these moments of doubt see i think they creep in when you're not talking to the tribe right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean we do as human beings tend to get in our own way quite often you know we can be highly emotional or we get caught up in thought forms we get and some of these thought forms or projections come from people that really love and care about us they come from our gen, our genetic our generational issues some of the thought forms you may have about not believing in yourself could be a generational issue going 10 lifetimes back that somebody had this bad experience and it's just been passed down oh don't take a risk don't expand you're not going to be accepted whatever and you're bringing it to the same age. And so your council tribe, family of light, they do back you up and give you courage to do things. They kind of heighten your intuition. They help you get into your heart's wisdom, your body wisdom, your higher self. They kind of heighten everything a little bit. If you just simply call them in, like it's really that simple. And you can just say, I'm calling into my tribe or council or family of light, whatever word you prefer. And they already know who they are and they've worked with you lifetime to lifetime. They're there when you're coming into this world. They, you, you go out with them a lot of times when you're sleeping at night or meditating, when you have asking questions, they're often the ones that are helping to create the miracles in your life. And when you leave this world, they're the ones that are kind of greeting you and helping you kind of uh, make that life transition and go through your uh, life review. So, and then they'll be there with you again. And one of the things I really like about them a lot that I find is kind of a consistent with people, especially people who are spiritually oriented, Mm -hmm. I find tend to have a loneliness to them feeling lonely in this world. And even if you have a lot of physical people around you or a good family or whatever, I find that spiritual people have this like sort of longing or this loneliness that's hard to put words to, but it's there constantly. And then you realize you're not alone in this world and it gives you greater courage and love and an unconditionalism to do what you've come here to do that maybe you just don't get in another way because that spiritual bond is so important for you that there's nothing else quite like it. You know, one of the things I was reading in your book, and, you know, uh, by the way, I just want to tell everybody, if you're uh, interested in the book I'm referencing, it's Tribes of Light. You can certainly get it on Amazon. Amazon. If you are interested in connecting with Adrian, go to mywildmagic.com. I think you can get that from there. But you know, one of the things I was reading in here, and I would love for you to just, you know, comment on it is, you know, you talk about 
um, intuition. I want to jump right to that for a minute, because I find that this is the place that cause this is the thing, right? As I reflect back to our conversations about, you know, my soul blueprint, and I reflect upon the year, if I'm trusting my intuition, I am in the slide and glide of light. If I am not trusting my intuition, impossible things feel like they show up, even though they may not be impossible. And I wanted you to talk a, a minute about what you call your inner guidance system, because this is not operating aside from our tribe, right? Talk about the power of trusting our intuition. Yeah. So as a human being, it took an enormous amount of focus to come into human form. This is not like arbitrary. So, you know, um, when a being of light, imagine that we're all kind of in source energy and we um, have enough intention, enough focus gathered, we become an individualized flame of spirit. So we kind of start out as this individualized flame. And um, at that point, we will go into one of these dimensions of consciousness, like angels or star beings or whatever, wherever we want to kind of start out there. And that becomes a primary tribe of light. Uh, and it, they kind of help us to develop these um, soul gifts, special traits, higher empathy, um, some of the intuitions that we have. So as a human being coming into this world, every single one of us is like a, an antenna that has intuition. And when you start calling in your tribe of light, it, they interact with you in a way that is on the inner levels to get to help you to kind of expand that. And I find that, you know, for a lot of people, they have the intuition, but then they don't have the faith to follow through. They yeah. have the intuition, they have the emotional energy. So with intuition, you might relate to it as your heart. Some people really listen to their heart. Some people it's sacral, it's more in their body. Some people it's purely through their higher self, or it comes in like clear cognizant. They don't know why they know it. They just know that's their truth. And so learning how to honor, that's a big deal. And uh, because in human form, so many people have their own projections and opinions, it's nice to have a neutral unconditional source that you can run things by in a sense while you're working through things. And that's where I do automatic journaling a lot of times with my tribe of light. And, you know, I want to talk about this with you too, because, you know, part of, of what you've done here is you've given us, as you say, a roadmap to your guides. You know, there's so many conversations right now, Adrian, about you know being in a place that we've never been before. So let me just try to paraphrase it for a minute. Um, people say we've never been here before. We've never been here before. And they're talking about what we've gone through over the past three years. Let's just call it that. So many things. We've never been here before. Um, for a lot of generations, that's really true. We've never been here with the war uh, that's going on in Russia with the Ukraine and Russia, you know, conquering, taking over, you know, being at war with. And there are a lot of people there. Some of us, we've been through a little bit of that, right? But the generations that really were through that, they have, most of them have now passed, made a transition. But the idea is, even if we've never been through it before, it doesn't mean we can't develop the tools, the guidance system to navigate with this so that it is not overwhelming and takes control of our entire lives. Right. And that's the question. 
because if we tap into tribes of light and we take a look at what you're presenting to us and how to work with this, right? Mm -hmm. then we can pretty much pull from here and there. And what I mean by that is let's talk about a couple of the tribes, descriptions of the tribes of light, because there may be, some people may relate to the cosmic, some people the galactic, some people the planetary, the star. Can we talk about these for a minute? Because this is a wide range of what I call holistic energies, right? That enable us to navigate and come out to the places where we're guided to be. You talk about these for a minute because they're all, they're different, right? Yeah. So um, the cosmic avatars are um, a little bit more rare. They're very expanded. You could think of it sort of like a yogi on a mountaintop type of person, not really, you know, all that governed by time and space. They can definitely have a more, a bigger way of thinking, you know, in the world. Uh, the galactic beings are very fiery, very passionate. They really want to make a difference in the world. They can accomplish a lot in a day. Um, and they act out of their heart, like just passion, desire just drives them. So if something gets their attention and their passion, they will accomplish it and they will work really well with groups to get other people to join in, be, be kind of kind of charismatic to that. Um, the planetary beings are a little bit um, kind of like more like tall rays of light. They can be highly intellectual. They operate more out of their higher self, not as drawn to the emotional conversation stuff. They can be compassionate, but they really don't get the emotional language. They operate purely out of the higher self. And so there's a kind of a calmness to that and seeing the big picture and not getting too overly involved with stuff. The star beings, on the other hand, are highly creative, very childlike, very emotional related, and um, are brilliant in their own way, coming up with new systems in the world and new ways of being. And the planetary beings can do the same thing, but the planetary beings are more higher self, um, more in their mental body, the star beings are very genius, very creative, but more in their emotional body, more in their inner child. The angels are very much in the heart, not like the galactic beings that are passion-driven, fire-driven. The angels are going to be softer, gentler, compassionate, nurturing. They just want everybody to be okay, want to you know, uh, take care of people, want peacefulness, and it's all about loving and nurturing and sometimes even going into overcare. The ascended masters are going to be people who are more like teachers. They want to teach other people. They want to raise consciousness in the world. You know, um, they are going to be writing spiritual books. They're going to be teaching in different capacities. Uh, and they'd rather teach you how to fish than fish for you. You know what I mean? So they're kind of like a parent figure that has like that tough love. But they do have compassion well-developed and they just want the world to be a better place. And they're willing to put their effort into it. And then people who connect into the nature kingdom are, uh, you know, like little wild ones. They just want to run barefoot and be in the be in nature. What more can I say about them? They want to plant a garden. They're just way more comfortable with nature and sometimes even animals, um, but nature itself. And they do a lot to help with the earth, just even their vibration. They're kind of a steward to the nature and however they are in nature. Now, any of these can overlap a little bit. And occasionally you can have people who are have been around the block universe a few times they might have started out being a star being 
um, like you have star being energy, but you definitely have galactic energy that backs you up and you accomplish and you're fiery and you manifest and you get stuff done and you're charismatic, but you also have Kuan Yin that works with you in the background of your energy field. And so you're working with ascended masters. So, you know, that's kind of a hybrid where you have different ones where you start with a primary, but out of your soul's evolution in between lifetimes, you've gone into different dimensions or different lifetimes and you've studied and kind of added those in. Mm. And, you know, one of the things I love is on your website, they can take a tribe of light a quiz, right? Free quiz. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. And shoot you back a PDF, kind of letting you know a little bit about your tribe of light. And the key to the quiz is a, like any quiz you're going to take online is just really get centered in yourself. Some of the questions, of course, you could, you know, could apply to different ones, but the more you breathe into your heart and you're really being unconditionally loving with yourself and unconditionally honest about the questions, not trying to be a better person or not trying to fit in, but really just being honest, you can get a really great result back on your tribe of light. And it's just a starting point to saying, wait, you know, maybe I do work with star beings, or maybe I'm an angelic star being, or maybe I work yeah. with whatever. It's a good starting space. Well, I took the quiz and I want to talk about this too, because I did take the quiz. Uh, and I think I took it before. Uh, and I took it again and, uh, out of this came galactic. Yeah. The galactic. And that, that's when you, does that surprise you? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. And that's one that you're very active with. Like, um, that's one that you are like, in terms of your soul blueprint, your tribe of light essentially is kind of here to help you with your divine plan and purpose, what it is that you came to fulfill and to experience. Cause we came here to kind of experience personal things you know, like maybe it's a relationship or to learn how to love or to have yeah. deep compassion or to have a child or to be of great service in the world. Um, and then there's a part of your soul blueprint where you're going to be of service with others, but it's like, it's like a hologram. There's a lot of things in a soul blueprint. It's not just one thing you've come to do. It's a, it's an experience that helps you to evolve as a soul based on where you've come from and where you're, what you're evolving into. And so your tribe of light really already know what that is. They already know what your life purpose and path is, and they try to organize it to where you get the highest version of it, because you can be living some lower version of it, or you can live a much higher version. I'd say you're living a very high version of your soul blueprint, just very pure, very from the heart. So when you commit to that service, the galactic beings, like if you had not activated transformation, you know, if you yeah. had not like done something at a bigger scale, the galactic beings may not have come in so much, but because the star being part of you is like, I want to work with galactic councils and really work with Kuan Yin and the Lords of Karma and helping the family of humanity on this bigger scale. That part of you with the galactic body, the galactic consciousness and the galactic council comes in and they're like, oh yeah, we're right behind her because she's showing up to that mark. You see what I mean? So you yeah, I do. As well as the ascended masters that you work with as well. It's like they, sometimes they activate when you're committing to yourself out of that love. Yeah, I love this because I really reflecting upon the last time we looked at my soul blueprint, and I remember there being some question marks in my mind. And, you know, I don't question those question marks, but I, I am really fascinated now, because we talked about so much in those sessions we had together. And yet I now have watched how they've all started to play out. So when I took the, when you sit down, you take the quiz again, it may be a little different for me because, you know, you're right. I'm at this place now where it seems like 
maybe there are some things happening for us that happened overnight, but not really. This is a lifetime of preparation. Lifetimes. Lifetimes. Thank you. It can sometimes take five Thank you. lifetimes of soul wisdom and experiences to be gained before we can do something of this other caliber in this lifetime. You know, it's, it's fascinating actually to look at kind of how eternal are, but how we build energy, you know, being at the right time at the right place kind of thing with that. Yeah. And I love this because I love the way you talked about your own story, especially soul searching. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you and I, you know, there's people ask me, where, what have you felt your Achilles heel has been all your life? And that is feeling stupid, you know, and that is just something that has followed me for my life. Now, I'm not so much there, but I know that a large part of having to accomplish and achieve and learn and study came from that feeling you know, came from stuttering and being slow or whatever the language is they give you when you're in school, whatever that is, well, whatever that so language is. Like, depending on where you're at, like some people have a very clear tribe of light that is single-minded, like a, like a certain type of star being way in the future they've come in from that's very pure, very aligned. They have not maybe had a whole lot of earthy experiences and they've come in with that lineage, right? So let's say with you, though, because you do work with Ascended Masters, because you've had lifetimes of doing that, and you have the Galactic Council and the Star Beings, when you're in your high creative phase, and you're like busting out those ideas, and you're like visualizing like almost in an ADD kind of way where you're just like, oh, <laughs> with it. that's your Star Beings. That's okay. you communicating with your Star Beings. And they are highly active, just download, 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 Pat, with all these amazing, cool ideas. And then when it comes time to like, look at maybe integrating it, well, you know, what's kind of the path? What's really, what's really my soul message here? That could be your ascended masters, really kind of fine tuning your soul message of really what you're trying to be of service to the world, because that's how they interact. And then when it comes time to actually activate it and get it done in the world and be passionate and talk about it, that'll be your galactic beings coming in and magnetizing all the souls that need to hear this or whatever you do. You see what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. work in concert with that energy. I, um, if, you know, you, you brought up the war in Ukraine and a lot of information started flooding in when you did that. So based on the tribes, like if you haven't, do you want to do this? Like if we just sort of look at Putin's energy for a minute, I just want to show you something. Yeah. Yeah, please. Let's do it. I don't know, I don't know if you know this, but um, we inter I interviewed with Mark, uh, one of the youngest, the youngest parliamentary member of the Ukraine a couple of weeks ago. And now, of course, you know, parliamentary member Euros is out in the field with a gun. We haven't really heard from him. Uh, but there was something about what's going on over there that hit me at a very deep level. Really don't I will, Well, I it. felt when you were talking about it, there's something coming in that all of okay. a sudden got the attention. And so I'm just kind of sort of go, go for it. Go for it. Okay. So with um, with Putin's energy, he is carrying in a way kind of a more planetary being consciousness. OK, so it's a bit more stoic, not very emotional. It has, you know, it's seeing things like he's probably brilliant at planning things and seeing things on a higher level and knowing exactly what he wants to accomplish and going for it, right? You know what I mean? Like there's a certain yeah. discipline to him, which I'd say probably even has some ascended master energy somewhere backing him in some of his past lives. When a planetary being gets out of balance, which maybe has happened in this case, what happens is that if a planetary being gets out of balance, they'd rather be right than be loved. They have to be right actually to death 
to its own death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? I do know. And, and they're and the mental body can actually warp a bit. So they actually can come in with a good idea of like unify. Let's unify Russia and the Ukraine. But when it's out of balance, it's like I'm gonna go conquer. I'm gonna be right. I'm gonna take it. I'm going to be emotionalist. I'm going to be stoic. I'm going to get paranoid about it. You know, all these types of things. Right. And so that higher purpose can actually get quite out of balance. If trauma in the nervous system hasn't been dealt with, you could say the same thing about yeah. you know, or different people, right? Yeah. Zelensky, on the other hand, his energy feels very heart centered. You know what I mean? Overall, like there's a certain heart centeredness and like, it feels like he's wanting to be helpful in a way, you know what I mean? But it feels like with his energy, he's carrying a certain energy that it feels like it's a little bit more progressive, a little bit more star being type energy. He's wanting to bring perhaps a whole different level of unity to situations. And they're both leaders, right? In their own right. Um, But they do have their own energies working with them. And when we talk about the inner guidance system, it's really important to follow our breath, to keep our nervous system clean and clear. Because when we have these, intuitions, which my guess is uh, um, Putin probably thinks he's very right in his mind about whatever he's doing. You know what I mean? Most people have that issue, right? But if it hits your trauma, then it starts playing out in this incredibly messy way that can be Mm. quite hurtful. Now, good news is no matter how much harm you do in the world, human beings are going to evolve from it. So no matter how horrible something might seem, it will cause other souls to come up to par, even that soul to have to kind of grow and learn. Sometimes that learning doesn't happen until after they're passed from this, this lifetime, but it does cause a learning and a progression of evolution regardless. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And there is a big difference between sometimes people ask this question a lot in terms of your, is your tribe of light? Could it be my grandmother? Um, what about if we have entities? I don't want to let something bad in. Right. So the tribes of light are inherently kind of more of a light energy. So if you had entities or darker energies like that, um, that's not going to necessarily be tribes of light energy. That's just something you sort of picked up along the way. Maybe you opened yourself up to, and it's also not necessarily a family member either that isn't really that what that is either. These beings usually stay in energetic form. And when you go out of your bed, like let's say you're sleeping or whatever, they have their own temple of light, their own dimension. So we're talking about dimensional consciousness here. Yeah. So just to kind of clean that through a little bit. I love that. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about, you know, what does it mean to look at your tribe of light, you know, and we'll give you really some great examples, but really here's the thing. How can they help you? How can they help you? So when I think about this, and we'll talk about this when we come back, how can the Galactic Tribe of Light help me? Or better yet, how have they helped me? What is it about moving, navigating, walking through, stepping up, whatever your language is, you know, the conscious living light? How does it spiral out in, in Adrian Nikki Cobb's words? How does it spiral out and back in on itself? How does it do this in this self-sustaining cycle? And then how does it do this in expansion in the universe? When we come back, that and so much more. Um, If you want to find out about, uh, look, go to mywildmagic.com. Check it out. There's ways for you to get involved. There are groups. There's membership. There's so many different ways that you can work and be part of what Adrian is talking about. We're going to take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. 
Are you passionate about impacting social change or working towards anti-racism as a society? Are you willing to deconstruct your innermost thoughts, ideas, and beliefs about racism? Then Inflection Point Podcast, Cultivating Change from the Inside Out, is the show for you. Join Anita Russell, Mavis Bauman, and Gail Hunter in open, honest, and deliberate conversations every first and third Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, only on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Have you heard about shifting the collective vibration and consciousness on the planet? Join me, Kimberly Barrett, on the Sharing Love and Light show every first and third Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern at TransformationTalkRadio.com to explore the depth of vibration and consciousness on our planet and learn how you can shine your love and light. To learn more, visit SharingLoveAndLightShow.com. Do you question what an authentic life really looks like? Tune in to The Alley Effect with Allison Blythe, authentically living life your way. Every first and third Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com, where Allison Blythe brings you tools, resources, and actionable steps toward your very best life. Take responsibility for your own happiness. For more about Allison, visit Allison, A-L-L-Y-S-O-N, Blythe, B-L-Y-T-H-E dot com. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The power of inspiration and awakening radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific will take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go. Visit GetRootedRadio.com. Introducing the Brilliant Black Man Show with Melissa Johnson. Tune in as Melissa shares the stories of successful black men across the country. This show is designed to change the narrative of how black men are portrayed in the world. The show will highlight their brilliance and how they are making a difference in their family, community, boardroom, and the world. For more information on the show, visit WildMinistriesLLC.com. Thank you, Benny. Thank you for playing that. That is Olivia Newton-John from Grace and Gratitude. We have permission to actually play that from Olivia herself. So anybody that's listening and worrying about licensing around that, we do have permission to play the entire album. Thank you, Olivia Newton-John, for that. Grace and Gratitude, of course, is a CD she did. And by the way, if you want to find out about that, do it. Um, Adrian. before we go, and um, we're going to talk about the Tribes of Life, we're going to talk about this galactic for for a minute collective tribe but before we do that how do people find out about you tell us about the things that they can get engaged with you that will walk them through on a regular basis so their soul can be fed here and figure this out right 
Yeah, absolutely. So uh, go to mywildmagic.com. That's M-Y-W-I-L-D-M-A-G-I-C.com, mywildmagic.com. And uh, really My Wild Magic, what that means, because a lot of people ask me, you know, about that just because the title of it. But uh, to me, wild magic is like the essence of the universe. It's like the essence of who we are as a human being. It's like that wild magic is actually the depth of love in our heart. And when you tap into that level of vulnerability, that level of that, that pure love energy, it just creates like a wild magic in the universe. It's, it's a phenomenal magical energy and we all have it. It's just getting in touch with our pure essence to do it. Um, and then if you go there, you know, I have a shop page and you can look, I have an online course where you can, you know, look at how to uh, ignite your own soul blueprint and takes you through six different structures of doing that, which includes the Tribe of Light. I have the Tribe of Light book that you can read. I also have uh, Hearts on Fire Meditation, and that is a Wednesday, um, six o'clock Pacific time that I do every Wednesday. And that's really one of my favorite things to do with people is because it calls in energy and it puts us, we, we go into a quantum prayer field that holds us throughout the whole month. Right. And so it's for anybody who is looking to kind of up level their energy, be part of a higher consciousness sort of group, you're being downloaded and cleared while we're doing the meditations, which, you know, 30 minutes or so. But we are kind of soul traveling, honestly. And when we're soul traveling, we're soul traveling with these tribes of light, these cosmic beings, cosmic downloads, galactic transmissions, star transmissions. And we're able to kind of, they work with us, whatever you need individually to help clear your energy field and to upgrade it. But at the same time, we are acting as a conduit with them to be of service to the earth and whatever their intentions are, right? So it's like being an acupuncture point, drawing these higher rays of light down. And so it's a great way to be of service straight from your own home and very gently and powerfully be cleansed and cleared of whatever might be going on. And so it's a great kind of guided meditation kind of thing we do there. Um, it does also kind of increase our intuition and raise our vibration, just simply being a part of it, whether you're on the Wednesday calls or not, they're always recorded, but your higher self is sort of in the energy. So that one is a really cool thing. Um, I also do offer personal one-on-one -on -one sessions um, and I teach vision quests, uh, mostly virtual, sometimes in person. They kind of go back and forth, and I usually put those around the equinox. So that's usually mm. March and September, and those cause a soul quickening. So those mm. are like for people who really want that soul quickening, who really want to go to that next level of their life, making a difference. Anybody who might be at a crossroads or just wanting to ignite that energy in a more quick space. And then the final thing I offer is a soul blueprint intensive which is sort of like doing a quest, except for instead of a seven day or 21 day, you were going to do it for six months to mm -hmm. a year on a more consistent basis, working together several times a month. And so if you have an idea um, that you want to facilitate a soul blueprint, you want to awaken, it is uh, incredibly, you know, powerful and awakens a lot, just yeah. multidimensional, like it is a multidimensional experience. Yeah. And the, and the reason I'm glad you brought that as and sharing it with people is because we are now and, you know, I always I, I get asked this question a lot, especially when I do groups or teaching. And I always get asked the question, you know, but gee, Pat, it's just me. You know, I don't own a network. I don't I'm not a Dr. Pat show. 
And, you know, I think about this and I have to realize sometimes I don't even see myself that way because, you know, underneath all this is still this kid from the Bronx, right? That, you know, sold the hot dogs from a hot dog cart. And, you know, there's so much of that young spirit in me. And I think if we can invite people to know that this is not about one being better than the other, I had to learn early on when I had a number of learning disability, stuttering, reading, writing, the whole thing, right? I graduated high school because <laughs> my summer school teacher really just felt bad for me. Um, but the point is this, you can be different, but not less than. Right. And I think that is the important thing to hold, because now let's talk about how we call in our tribe of light, no matter where we are. I just happened to be talking with you during the break because I was sharing something about Shirley MacLaine. And I looked in your book and thank you. Thank you for giving examples in your book of people that we may relate to, because now we could say, oh, that's them. That's Miley Cyrus. That's okay. That And who was I looking at? The cosmic beings. And I saw, uh, I look at the cosmic beings and I saw Deepak and the Dalai Lama and John of God and Gandhi. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's them. I know I'm not quite, I'm not there because nope, that, that, you know, there's a part of me that just still likes to play ping pong. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, but I love the way you're doing this because you're talking about how we bring this radiance in and use it could be multiverse. It could be multidimensional. It could be whatever you want to call it, but we're in this earth skin mm -hmm. and all of these principles, all of these beings, all of these tribes are available. What do we need to do to activate them and bring them in? And do we want to use galactic or would you like to use something else as an example? Well, it's really just a matter of calling them in. So, I mean, very mm -hmm. simple. Let's just take a moment and do it. So yes. for anyone who's listening now or later, I want you to take a deep breath. And our breath is really the way we kind of fine tune our system and come back home to ourselves. It is the greatest healing instrument we have, whether it's moving through emotions, thought forms, connecting to beings of light, connecting to the earth, breath. So just want you to start following the natural rhythm of your breath for a moment, just breathing in and out. And it usually takes three, five, maybe 10 breaths, and it starts to bring you into coherence. So I'm breathing in and I'm breathing out. You can breathe in and out of your heart. You can breathe up and down your spine. And you'll find very, very subtly within even three to five breaths that you just feel a little calmer, a little more peaceful, a little bit more in your own energy field in yourself. Okay. And then once you get there, you simply want to call in, I'm calling forth to my tribe, council, family, whatever word you feel good about to come in and around me. Now, everything in the universe has a signature to its vibration, a light, a color, a fragrance, a sound frequency, a symbol, and a feeling. So based on your guidance system, your intuitions that all kind of work in harmony, you might see them, you might notice a color, you might hear something, you might have a knowingness, you might have a feeling tone, but just take a moment and just breathe in. I'm calling forth to my tribe council, family of light to come in and around me. You're literally inviting them in to come in and around you after doing that breathing. It's going to be easier, quieter to sense them. And just notice if you have a feeling a color, a sense of their energy for a moment. 
sometimes people get tingles, they feel warm, they feel at home. Sometimes people feel like they want to cry. Some people get very, very excited and happy, joyful. Okay, now from there, simply ask, um, which tribe of light are you? And I'm going to say them out loud. So are you coming as a cosmic avatar? Are you part of the Galactic Council? And you might just get a yes, no, red light, green light, a knowingness. Are you a planetary being? Are you coming from the star tribes, star systems? Are you angelic, coming from the angelic coast? Are you coming from the ascended masters? Or are you coming from the nature kingdom? And again, you might, you can get answers to more than one because you might have interacted with them, right? And then you start calling them in and they're like your, your new best friends. It's just like the more you spend time with them, the more you journal with them, the more you meditate with them. Help, can I help me find a parking place? Help me win the lottery. Help me with this relationship. Help me with a conversation. Help me with this job. Help me get my car fixed. Help me with my pet. Help me with my kids. Whatever it is, there's nothing too big or too small. But when you start calling them in, you're going to have more and more of a knowingness because that light, that color, that feeling, that knowingness, that whatever it is that you experience, you'll be like, oh, that's them. Like maybe you're just simply talking to somebody mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you'll have this feeling wash over you. That's when you know, oh my gosh, maybe I'm channeling. Maybe there's a message for this person or a healing energy, or they're trying to guide me in some way in my life or in my dreams. I love that we just did that because one of the things that I know that's been operating for me, but I didn't, I really didn't put it together um, is, and I'm exactly like you described me. As a matter of fact, Jessica and Linda, they're like their worst nightmare is like when I come in and it could, it's generally a Monday. See, I've learned from this, Adrian, so I don't do this anymore. Um, but I'll walk in or I'll send them a text over the weekend and I'll say, oh my gosh, I just got a great idea. That is like for them, okay, here's, here. and you know, it's not that it's not a great idea, but it's a body of work. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Okay. My manager is like, uh, yeah, uh, he has so much patience. Cause if you just leave me alone for a little bit, I'm like, well, what about this idea? What about this idea? Exactly. So go off. And then they have to execute it all. They have to bring it to life. And then you want to change it up a little bit. And then the idea gets bigger. And then all of a sudden, oh no, we need to go in this other direction. Cause it's a better idea now. So I hear you on that one. I'm, I'm with you on that one. And I would have to say that they've learned also, and I, I've gotten a little bit better. I, I, timing is everything, isn't it? And to walk in in, in, a, in a time where I've got two producers that are on vacation and say, got a, a great idea, we have to do it now. But so I've gotten a little better at how to house those ideas or orchestrate them. Yeah. But this is the time of ideas. It is. Well, and we it are is. in new earth frequency now. It's like mm -hmm. we've literally gone from an old earth paradigm, thousands of years worth, at minimum 2000, right? Into a new earth paradigm just in the last couple of years. Like while we have been doing the whole, you know, COVID experience, we have one of the beauties of the COVID experience is that the whole world has kind of had to slow down a bit while we have been in this 
kind of changing of energy, you know what I mean? And so now we're in this new earth energy where these new ideas and people doing new healing things and new restaurants and new ways of doing government and new ways of doing, you know, being present to the earth are ready to take off now. So there has been kind of a service in our, our weird little interim time we've had shifting frequencies, which is a big deal. It's, it's, it's a big deal for a planet to go through such a major frequency shift. And it's a very big deal for us being on the earth to have to shift our vibration. I know so many people who have just exited mass exodus. I know it. Leaving the planet. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, and not, so I think some people just want to simply come back when the new vibration is a little bit more stabilized, but then there's people like you, some of the stuff that I do, it's like, we're, we're here to kind of be that bridge into that new dimension. Cause there's a lot of new souls that are going to come in from that new earth frequency already adapted to it. Yeah. And you know, it's fascinating because I was going through some of the, you know, the folks and I think some days, some days I, I walk between, um, you know, one tribe of light versus the other. And I love that you, I love that you just did that exercise with us because what was fascinating about it is it depends on sometimes where I am physically. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but if I'm doing a show like this and I'm in front of a lot of technology, I'm managing my technology. I got producers doing it. I feel totally right. More like Elon Musk. I feel more like, I feel more like a Steve Jobs. Right. So I feel more like the, the planetary, right. Uh, you know, when we're talking about, okay, yeah, this yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah and yeah. what's fascinating. Yeah, whether or not you can, yeah. even, whether or not that is your tribe of light, you can still access Thank you. the brilliance of any other tribe of light simply by calling them in. They're all happy to be of service with you. Like you may not be of an angelic order, but really want the assistance yep. of angels. And I have to say that this is really, for me, the most important part of this for people to know is that there's so many that you can pull from. I know that when I'm sitting down and I have a vision for a technology and our expansion, I am not over there in the galactic so much. I think I'm over here in the planetary systems because I'm asking for very specific things to show me the pathway or the connection. Uh, and yet, here we are today, and we've coming out of three years of people having to find their own ways to move their vibration up. And there are people, I'm telling you, I've lost a family member, uh, and then the family member's brother died. And so, you know, you're, you're watching people unexpectedly pass. I've had a friend of mine that lost you know, sister-in-law very well, unexpectedly. So that, that's a big deal. Um, in human form, we do have things that go on. We're, we're compassionate witnessed yep. war or we're in the war or we've lost people that we love. Yeah. There's a tragedy. This is another way that the, your family of light, your tribe of light can really help you is that they can actually go out and bless energy. I find a lot of times the middle path that McCallie and that middle path has a lot to do with learning how to bless people versus polarizing on some level. I'm going to save you or I'm going to curse you. I'm going to fight with you. You know, I'm going to choose that middle path. I'm just going to bless you. So if it's Putin or Zelensky, I'm going to bless you. If it's the family member who passed away, it's so healing to be able to bless and to say, I'm calling in the angels of light or the 
uh, I have clients who call me all the time with stuff going on. And oftentimes right on the spot, I would just send angels of healing or mother Mary and the sacred heart angels or Archangel Michael, or the emissaries of light coming in from the Pleiadians, whatever shows up, because there's a frequency that shows up when you're blessing your child, your pet, your family members, a world event will show up on their behalf. A lot of times, mm-hmm. the more you do it, the better you get at listening to it, but that can be so, um, uh, like healing for us to know that they not only are here for us, they can bless people or the earth through us. Yeah. And you know, every, every chapter of your book, whether you're talking about the angelic guide in the book or the ascended masters, you give us references and ways that we can call in this energy. That's what I love about what you do is that you're really teaching people how to call things in and, and not just, you know, talking about it, for example, like calling something in for the next 10 years, really talking about calling things in in a beautiful, miraculous way, and knowing that we all have the potential and power to do that. You know, I want to ask you, the book is out, we've just talked about some of the things you're doing. And I want to ask you this question, what is on the horizon for you now? You know, when you look a little bit ahead, you know, g- give me the short version of a vision for Adrian. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> After class, I definitely have a vision, uh, and it's multidimensional in my soul blueprint. So um, one is there's the energy of a new partnership. I haven't met him yet, but I know that they're kind of on their way. Uh, that's one, and that is personal. That's a part of our soul blueprint to be to interact with people who are going to expand your your soul evolution, whatever way it does. Another is I have a, well, probably four books, really. I have two more books coming out. One is the uh, Igniting Your Soul Blueprint book. I'm editing that now. The next one is Communicating with Angels. And the other one is an angel course, you know, helping people. Because I just think the angels are such a beautiful group of beings. So there's two more books that are part of the series, Tribes of Light, Igniting Your Soul Blueprint, and Higher Conversations with Angels, right? Uh, then I have the online course for the soul blue, the soul blueprint. There's also going to be an online course for communicating specifically with angels. There's going to be two additional books, which I've already got the book covers designed, which are actually for young adults. Cause I love young adult books. Like they are my fave thing in the world to read. And, um, yeah. And so blending some of these concepts in of journeying with, you know, like a young adult sort of, mm-hmm. fiction, sort of fiction, sort of nonfiction kind of book. And then the quest, you know, that I'm not only doing them virtually, which I do love doing, but also going out and doing them more at the etheric retreats and inviting people to participate on that level. So, and then the podcast, which I do with Transformation Talk Radio. I think you're an amazing, impeccable, you know, uh, organization bringing high conscious work to the planet. I think, you know, very highly of you and your integrity. So, you know, the podcast and, uh, and then continuing with developing meditations on my YouTube station, my wild magic. So <clears throat> yeah, there's, Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I got a list of, uh, it's been downloaded. That I just need to kind of stay focused on. Thank you. I love this because you're right about it. You and I should do, and, and I'm going to schedule a call so we could just catch up. Because the soul blueprint both... does evolve layers of it. You can, Thank it, you. It, it can only, you can only take in so much at one time. And it, it's, yeah. it's like, it's like a work of art. It's like something, it's like a working art that evolves. You can always come back and revisit it. 
And I love this. And I love that what you're doing is offering people a way to really lean into their true heart's desire, their true heart nature. And, you know, one of the things you end the book with, as you say, it's been my great joy and pleasure being your guide on the journey of your tribes of life. Now that you know you have access to these magical worlds and tools of light, remember, this is the message for me, I think, remember to use them wisely in the fulfillment of your soul 